We're learning that him and Aleph. We're beginning the end of the second line. So Amar Leir Rabbi Vayv Rabbi Yisro Rabbi Vayv Rabbi said to the Malachim Aves, "Isachu Rishus LeMiyavid Achid." Do you have permission to do that? What right? The Shliach brought the wrong Miriam, the wrong woman, and she apparently didn't really deserve to die. And the Malachim Aves said, "All right, so we'll keep her." So Rabbi Vayv says, "How do you do that?" So Amar Leir said, "The Malachim Aves says, 'What do you mean? Velokziv doesn't it say Vishnis, but Vloy Mishpat that you can have a person that'll die.'" Without a trial, without deserving to die. Our Malaysia of Bevaibarabai said, Yeah, but Vaksi, but it also says Dar Holeh, Vidarba. Adar goes and Adar comes, and Dar means, Rashi says, the amount of time allotted for people. In other words, people are allotted a certain amount of time, and when those people they run the course of their all their, their allotted time, then the next uh, the next group comes, but not before then. So Amr the Malachmo said, Yeah, I shepherd them. In other words, I take care of them, they stick with me. Until they fulfill the, they run the course of the dar of all the years that were allotted to them, and then vahadar, and then only then mashlim I hand them over the duma to duma. That's the malach who was in charge of all the neshama. So I don't hand over the neshama to duma until they fulfill the, they fill their whole uh, period of time called dar. But I'm said so, so, but still. What do you do with those years? There was years that the person was supposed to live in this world. And even though you don't hand them over to Duma until the end of Dara, until those years, but he didn't live those years in this world, or she didn't live those years in this world. What happens to those years? Amr's the Malachim said, Well, that means that he doesn't deal with people with what they deserve. He's Michael, he's Mevater, he forgives. So I add. Those years onto his life, and he's instead of them. So Adam would have died. He'll now live the extra years that the wrong, that the Miriam who lost the years of her life didn't live. The Gemara goes on to say, When he would reach the following pasuk, he would cry. The pasuk says in Eif, said that you, the Malacham Avis, you, you, uh, you seduced me. You convinced me." To swallow up Yiv for no reason. Right? The Malachim Avos basically convinced the Kaddish Baruch Hu to bring Yisurim to Yiv. He told him, "Look, you'll see, he's going to be chayte." And he wasn't chayte. And the Baruch Hu said, "You, you got me. You forced me. You coerced me to swallow him up and to punish him for no reason." So Rebbeinu would cry. He said, "Wow, if we're that Eved, Shiravu Masisinlo, that the Rav, you can, you can, you can convince him. Venisa said he'll be convinced." And you can get him to do things that he doesn't want to do and punish people that don't deserve it. Takana Yeshla, is there any Takana? Is there any hope for that person? Is he going to be saved? Look what happens to Yiv, and that could happen to anybody. When you reach the following passage, he would cry, Kabachi cried. It says, Hein Bikadoshav, Lo Yamin, behold, in the Kadoshav, the ones that are Kaddish to him, he doesn't have any faith. So what does it mean? The Russian doesn't have faith. In the Kedoshim. If he doesn't have faith in these Kedoshim, in who does he have faith? In other words, Rabbi Yisraelim doesn't have faith in any of us. Well, Yumachad, one day, Rabbi was walking on the way. He saw a certain person. He was collecting figs. He was picking figs off the trees. And And he left behind the ones that reached, in other words, that were ripe already. And he specifically took Hanach, the one that didn't reach their full growth. In other words, it didn't ripen yet. So he said to him, what are you doing? Aren't these ones that are ripe better? Well, the person said to him, 
yeah, they might be better, but honey, but these are what I'm picking. I need them for the way I'm traveling. But you know, I need them. And honey, these ones that are not yet ripe, not and they'll last. There'll be a certain amount of time that they'll be ripening and they can last much longer. Whereas honey and these ones, the ones that are already ripe, they won't keep, they won't last for so long. So even though they're perfectly ready, even though they're much more ready than the other ones, but this might actually be detrimental. Who says they're going to stay that way? They might start to go off. So Amar Shabbat said, Ah, That's what it means in the Passover. Of course, it's Sadiqim. And of course, you can trust Sadiqim. But the Rabbi Shalim says, I don't want to let them live a long life afterwards because maybe in that time, they'll be chayte and they'll lose what they earned. So there's a Muslim that a Kajbar who takes a person before he has a chance to be chote. So Gemara wonders, and is that so? There's such a Muslim who told me there was a certain student, the Arabishiv of Usaid Rabbi Alexandri. He lived in the neighborhood of Rabbi Alexandri. The Shachiv had his and he died while he was young. And Rabbi Alexandri said, If this Talmud of the Rabbana would have wanted, he could have lived, meaning if he would have done tshuva, if he would have improved his ways, he would have died. He wouldn't have died. So the question is, Vimisa, but if it's so, Rabbi Echenen said that there could be a person who's perfect, and the Rabbi takes him just so that he shouldn't lose his uh, his perfection. So then, Dilma Mehayin Mekedosh So maybe this fellow was one of those people, the Hain Mekedosh of people. So the says, now, who, that person, Mevayid Rabbi Zavava, he was rebelling against his teachers, and Rabbi Alexander knew that. And that's why he said that. He knew he wasn't uh, a Kedosh. Rabbi Yechanan, Kimati Lahai Kravach, Rabbi Yechanan, when he reached the following passage, he would cry. It says, V'karavti Aleichem, the Mishpat, I will come close to you, I'll bring you close to me to judge you. And I will be a witness a swift testifying witness from against the sorcerers, from the adulterers, the ones who swear falsely, and against the ones who withhold the wages of the workers. And Rabbi Yechanan cried and he said, Eved, an Eved whose master brings him close to Dunai to judge him. And he's swift to testify against him. Is there any Hope for him, is there any escaping uh, serious judgment? And then Rabbi Yechanan, some say Rabbi Yechanan Zaka, some say Rabbi Yechanan, Oilanu, woe unto us, Sheshaka Lelenu Akasu, this Pasuk equates for us, Kalis Kachamuris, the very light of Eris, are comparable and equal to the Chamuris. It talks about the sorcerers, the adulterers, the ones who swear falsely, and together with them are the people that withhold paying wages. The Kalais are Mamish Kechamres. Amish Lakadish Laki said, Kalamata Dina shall get anybody who tilts, who distorts the justice, the judgment of a gear. In other words, he doesn't judge a gear properly. Kilumata Dina shall mala. It's like he's distorting the din of a Kadish like it says, Umate Gir, Umatiksiv, Matik also when you are tilting me, you're twisting me. So when you're taking you're distorting the din of a gear, you're distorting the din of a Kadish Papa. By anybody who ever does some Avera, but he regrets it, forgives him for it. In other words, as long as a person has a sense of regret, he'll deserve Mechila. Like it says, and they didn't fear me. So the implication is they did all the Averas, but the problem wasn't that they did the Averas, people do Averas. The problem was 
they didn't fear me. Even if they would fear me, when we reach the following pasuk, you would cry. It says, "Kol Maisa, all actions, meaning all of Eretz, are the Kim Yavim Mishpat, because Baruch is going to bring the person for those actions, for those affairs to justice. I'll call Nalam for everything that is hidden from a person, meaning even Shagagas. So Rebbechanan cried and he said, "Eved Shiravu Shekel Shagagas," because I said, "Eved, whose master equates for him." The things he does b'shoigik with the things he does b'meizid takana yeshlo is there any hope for him? Is there any escaping the wrath of the rabbi Everybody makes mistakes. Now my I'll call nelam. Now the pasuk says call nelam. You could have said I'll nelam. What's I'll call them everything that's hidden? What's call? What's everything coming to include? So Amrav so Rav said, well sometimes there's a virus that are very very slight of virus. It's like a person who kills a louse b'pnei in front of his friend. The Nimas, his friend is disgusted. In other words, he doesn't respect his friend's uh, sensitivities. He grosses him out. He spits in front of his friend Vinimas, and his friend is disgusted. And he wasn't sensitive to that. That's also considered an Avera. I'll call that out for everything like that. For Averas like that. And even when it's done by the Bani is going to bring a person to Mishpat. Now it says... It says at the end of the Pasuk, for good things and for bad things. What's for good or for bad? Meaning, for bad, of course, he did bad things, he didn't have air. But what's for good things? Why is Hashem bringing a person to Mishpah for the things that are good? So Amin Rabbianis, Rabbianis says, well, Rabbianis is the base medicine, Rabbianis. So they said over there, is referring to somebody who gives tzedakah to Nani. Yeah, he's great, he's giving tzedakah, that's taupe. But he doesn't be in public. People see him, he's embarrassed. He had Rabbi like once Rabbi he saw a certain person, he gave money, he gave a coin to an ani in public. He said to him, it would have been better that you didn't give it. Then now, that you gave it to him, because you shamed him. You gave it to him, and people see, and you embarrassed him, so you're going to be judged for that tov that you did. It wasn't so good after all. The Rabbi Shila army, the base manager, Rabbi Shila, they say, it's referring to a person who gives tzedakah to a woman, privately, so people see him giving her something. People are going to suspect him, what's he doing? Maybe he's paying her for some service she provided. Rava Amarava said, it's referring to somebody who sends his wife meat. It wasn't cut up, meaning it wasn't. Uh, Probably. They didn't remove the chalavim and the different gidden they have to remove. And he sends it to that way by Ari Shabbos, it's an Arab Shabbos. So maybe another time when there's time to spare, you can trust it, she'll uh, be inaccurate, she'll fix it up properly. But on Arab Shabbos, there's time constraints and a woman who might not be so careful to remove it. Iva, Rava Mishagir, but didn't Rava send to his wife such a thing on Arab Shabbos? No. Rav's wife was the daughter of Chizda, shiny bass of Chizda, the daughter of Chizda, she's already different. The Kimli Begava, he was confident about her, she was an expert, and she would know how to do it, and she could do it even on such short notice. Rabbi Yochanan Kimati the Haikar Bach Yochanan, when he reached the following verse, he could cry. It says, It will be when they will find him, Raos, Raos, many Raos, many bad things, Vitsaros, different problems. So it talks about Raos and Saros. Evid whose Rav is going to present him with Raos and Saros. Does he have any hope? Does he have any 
way of escaping the uh, the wrath of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Now, what does it mean? My rose was What does it mean? Rose and also tsaros. So, Amar Rav, so Rav says, well, it means rose shenasus tsaros zolazo. It means rose that become tsaros one to the other. Tsaros means like here co-wives. You have two wives and they're called tsaros because each one is out to get the other one typically. So here too, you can have two problems and each one is out to get the other one. Because when zibura v'akiva, like a zibura, that's a wasp bite. And an akiva, that's a skin, a sting of a scorpion. So Rashi says that a wasp bite needs to be treated with cold water. And a scorpion sting needs to be treated with warm water. And if you put warm water on a wasp bite, it's, uh, it's detrimental. And you put cold water on a scorpion sting, it's detrimental. So these are two raos. And the way of dealing with one is a tsara for the other one. Shmuel said, This refers to somebody who provides money to an ani when he's really stuck. Now, Taisus learned that it's Hemshech, what we just said. This is raos that are tsaros, that you can have two raos that are tsaros. And Taisus explains it means that when uh, somebody is trying to get money out of a person and he doesn't have any money, so he might get off the hook. And if at that time somebody provides him with money, so now he's going to have to give the money, and then he's going to owe the money back. So those are uh, two. That's rows that are uh, that are tzaros. But Rashi learns that this is going back on before that you can do something that's tov, but it turns out to be ra. You're giving the money, but it's at a time when it's going to be ra. Amrav and Rav said, "Hayim darmish." This is what people say: Zuza la'alala leshchicha. Money to buy alas, to buy food when you really need it. You're not you're not going to find. It's hard to find money at the right time when you really need it to buy the food. But let's Lisa, but that the money should be taken away from you. In other words, the person has money at the time when he least needs it because he's about to lose it. But when he really needs the money to buy things, then he doesn't have the money.